Talking is therapeutic, and trust me when I say that we have a lot to talk about. Hey guys, what's up? It's Raylan and Kaylee, and we are your hosts of Unbalanced and Unbothered. When it comes to challenges and chaos, we've seen it, we've been through it, and we've caused it too. Our episodes will share our stories and our guest stories about all of the chaos that's helped us to embrace change in our lives. We want to celebrate growth, however it happens, and want to share out loud that no matter how sticky, ugly, or tough things get, it's important to always remember to love yourself and be who you are. Being vulnerable doesn't intimidate us. At the end of the day, we are all a little unbalanced. Hopefully this podcast helps to make you feel a little less bothered. Trigger warning, we will be discussing some very sensitive topics, alongside a generous dose of humor, of course, too. But please make sure you read each episode description before listening. After I fix this mic, it doesn't want to stay the fuck You know we up. have like that little mic stand too, that we could always get you a little table. Although I know you like your tall one. I like my tall one. I'm particular. I don't know. I like, like this one. <laughs> Who cares about the little, little wooden stool? I think when everyone's like, where's the stool? I'm like, I don't know. It's there. I forgot. That's a stool. Oh, yeah. oh, it is. That's what I'm saying. Ways. Like, I forgot. I've been using it as a table and I'm like, oh. That's the stool. Well, that's so funny. We got a new one, so. Yeah, life has been crazy. Um, I don't feel like my life has been crazy for the last five years. Literally. I've, like, bucketed, like, did a timeline of since I found out I was pregnant. The yeah, day I was going to say children, no children. <laughs> there's your timeline. So, yeah, found out I was pregnant after your bachelor <laughs> at party. I remember that. Yeah, I was pregnant that whole bender of a weekend. Oh my god! Whoops, whoopsies. Um, but ever since then, life just hasn't fucking stopped. Hasn't stopped. Yeah. So this month has felt so long because I started off the year. I had my annual appointment for my cancer checkup. So I want to back up too because I don't feel like we've talked about that. So I felt like I don't. I think we mentioned it once, and then we said we were going to talk about it. Like right, and we never have. So. I feel like I'm finally ready to kind of talk about it. But yeah. if I get emotional, bear with me. I've never cried in front of you. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's going to get I'm, fucking weird. I'm just going to sit here awkwardly, <laughs> but I'll try my best <laughs> to comfort you. I'm going to look up how to comfort your friend, what to say when they're crying. So in so I had my daughter in twenty November of 2022. I also had a baby in 2021, so I got a fucking... Yeah, I'm like, I I, can, I don't even know your timeline yeah, anymore. Yeah, I know, no shit. I'm lost. So, the beginning of 2022, I found out I was pregnant, like right before my daughter's first birthday, okay? <laughs> I remember that. And I'm like, oh shit. And like, it was totally unexpected, as it usually is, <sighs> but yeah. not... Kaylee yells at she me. She has no idea how babies are made. And she just keeps tripping and falling and <laughs> damn pregnant. Damn it. Hate it when that happens. And she's like, I don't know how this happened. Oh my God, this was not planned. I'm like, well, 
You did not plan it either there, buddy. That is, by the way, that is one of the most awkward questions. Like when people you tell people you're pregnant and then they're like, oh, were you trying? Like, <laughs> because you know in that moment, they are like actively thinking about you. Yeah. Engaging in sexual activities. Yeah. And I had a friend that one time was like, you know what? Somebody said that to me and I just told him, no, I wasn't trying. I actually wanted him to put it in my butt, but he didn't. <laughs> Oh, no. <coughs> That's when I would look at somebody and just walk away. Like, I don't, you win. I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. But, um, oh, my God. Such an awkward question. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. Rewind. Yeah. So, found out I was pregnant, totally unexpected. And unfortunately, um, but kind of fortunately, and we'll get to why, um, I had a miscarriage. I started bleeding and, Confirmed that it was indeed a miscarriage. Confirmed I was pregnant. Confirmed I was miscarrying because, like, the HCG levels decreased. Um, And then a few short weeks later, bam! I remember all this. Pregnant again. Literally, like, within three weeks, pregnant again. And I'm like, this cannot be fucking real. Like, there is no way because, like... There's no way because... Because why? Why is there no way? Please tell us how there was no way that could have happened. Um, so yeah, then I'm pregnant right away. I didn't have a real cycle. So I'm like, what the fuck? This is something, something's not right here. <laughs> well, um, I do have a healthy third baby. So something was right. We're getting to that. Uh, Life lessons. <laughs> so I'm pregnant again after the miscarriage and I go to the doctor and I explain like what just happened. I'm like, cause like I had went to the doctor when I had the miscarriage and did the labs and the blood work and whatever. So he goes, yeah, you are definitely pregnant. Um, We need to do, we need to, you need to go and have an ultrasound to determine like what your due date is since you didn't have a real cycle. So I'm like, okay, cool. And we scheduled it for like a few weeks out um, because at that point we figured like I was three to four weeks, but I'm like crazy. So I scheduled a like boutique ultrasound, which is one where you just pay out of pocket instead of your insurance company paying. And I went because I was freaking out since I had the miscarriage. I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, are, yeah. you, are, are these like maybe my HCG levels are still off? But no, I went, I did the boutique ultrasound and it was crazy because like the imaging, like you could see like the little sack, which is like, yeah. that's all you could see. She's like, nope, there's definitely a pregnancy in there, but like you can't, couldn't see the heartbeat yet or no. anything, but it was there. So fast forward a few weeks, we get to the ultrasound that my physician actually ordered and we're in there and we're in a like a typical ultrasound room and this room happened to have like a 70 inch TV. Like it's, I at this point have had a lot of ultrasounds cause this is pregnancy number four technically. Um, but like I'd never been in a room with this big ass TV. So I was excited to like be able yeah. to really see things. So the tech comes in and she starts performing the ultrasound and, um, like I had to pee really bad. Okay. Like really bad. And of course, like I'm feeling all the pressure of me yeah. in the bathroom while she's scanning my abdomen and she like comments on it and she's like, Hey, your bladder is really full. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I fucking know. <laughs> like, I can die. But they want you to like keep your bladder full yeah. when you go in for ultrasounds. Cause it helps with the imaging or something. I don't know. But as she's going over my bladder, I can see on the 70 inch screen that there's like, there's something inside of my bladder. Like, and it looks like, and I don't know if I've ever showed you the ultrasound. You sent me a picture. I'm pretty sure. I'm like pretty sure you sent me a picture. Um, 
so I'm like, but yeah, but what's that inside of my bladder? Like I say it out loud and she kind of just freezes and she's like, oh, um, I don't know. You know, sometimes if you don't drink a lot of water, like there could be debris in your bladder. And like at the time I had a water bottle with me that was like double the size of your uh, candle. And yeah. I like drank three of those a day. And I'm like, N- yeah, no, hydration's not a problem. Like I drink three of these a day. Yeah. And um, she was just like, yeah, I'm not really sure. Not really sure. So now I'm like, cue my panic, but like, yeah, but like kind were- of like unsure because I don't know. So regardless, like I understand that the text cannot comment on these yeah, types yeah. of things because they're not a doctor. They don't diagnose. Right, so. right. Exactly. They're just performing the scan. So after she's done, by the way, baby was approximately six weeks along. I saw the heartbeat, saw them flut- fluttering around in there, and it was the coolest thing ever. But like, I'm still kind of freaking out about yeah. my So then the physician does come in and he goes, yeah, there's an abnormal finding within this uh ultrasound and he would not touch it he would that's all he said he's like i don't know what it is you need to follow up with urology um can't speak to it and i like ask questions justin asked questions and he like would not touch it so like he wouldn't even speak on it and i respect that professionalism i whether it was he did it i I, my guess is he didn't know enough at all and he didn't want to yeah so now we're walking out of there and I'm like, okay, so I know there's a finding in my bladder. There's something it's noted. I get my, my chart results. Like they put like millimeter at like the size of it and everything. And it's on there. So I'm Googling and just now I'm freaking out, freaking out. Well, long story short, was I was cancer. Like the first thing coming up um, or like bladder stones or God, I don't know. Like, do you remember what was like popping up that, I remember Justin and I walked out of the appointment and, and thank God he was with me. I like, I just remember looking at him and I was like, I'm scared. Yeah. And I like, like, I don't actually really truly feel scared off. Yeah. I remember like just looking at him as like we were checking out and scheduling a follow-up appointment or something. It's like, I'm scared. And he was like, we'll be okay. And like, I got to the car and I called, of course, my mom right away. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know any of this. And I don't, I don't know what any of this means, but this is it. So then I need to follow up with urology and like it's a pain in the ass to get in. They told me I couldn't get in for like six weeks. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's I'm six weeks pregnant yeah. at this point. Like, I don't know what this is. This, I cannot afford to be stressed. Like, yeah. I don't want to be stressed. Like, it's not good for the pregnancy. Like, plus, I just want to get get the fuck in. Yeah. So they scheduled me an appointment at six weeks out and then put me on a cancellation list. But let me just tell you. Don't ever be afraid to advocate for yourself because I called over and over and I just like expressed my concern and finally something opened up and they were able to get me in. So we go in and Justin goes with me and we're sitting there and I have no idea what to expect for the appointment. We're in this tiny ass fucking room, like tiny room. And I am sick, like nauseous. Like, I bet. Like I am just so sick. And I think I had a stomach bug on top of like the normal nausea that you get when you're some women get when they're pregnant. Plus your anxiety. Right. And I was like fucking just out of it. And Justin's like, we're in this little room. Like, I swear to God, it was literally just the size of like a little dock, like bed that you sit on in an office. Like it was small. And there on the wall is like a poster of a vasectomy and like, or like talking about it. 
And he's like, oh, my God, I would ne- I'm never doing that, Ray. I'm never doing that. And I just look over at him. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. This appointment <laughs> is not about you. It's about me. Um, so he came in and it was nothing like that appointment was nothing. It was clearly just a consult. He came in. He's like, I'm the urologist. I'm going to be treating you. We're going to need to do this procedure. You're going to need to schedule for this. All I can tell you right now is that, yes, obviously, there was an abnormal finding on your ultrasound and there's something in your bladder. Now we just need to figure out what it is. So cue me, like, again, now spiraling because I thought I was going to get my answers that day. And I didn't get any fucking answers. Fortunately, I was able to get in within a week to do what's called a cystoscopy, which is where they basically take this tool and they put it through your – it's like got a camera on the end of it. And they put it through your urethra to see inside your bladder. Um and sure enough, there. Do they put you to sleep for that or anything? No, <gasps> it's actually not that painful because women's urethras are really small, so or short, I should say. So they give you lidocaine, which that's the worst part. It's it's cold. It's fucking cold. Oh yeah, that's the worst part is the lidocaine, and it's just freezing. <sighs> so he does the cystoscopy, and like right next to the bed as I'm laying there. He's got a screen and I can see it like as he's doing it because it's right here. He's like, yep, sure enough. You've got a little Matt. You've got a mass in here. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I've done thousands of these procedures. He's like, it's probably a low grade tumor, but we need to just remove it and get this sent to pathology. So next thing I know, I'm scheduled for a procedure to get this thing removed outside from my bladder. And I was 11 weeks pregnant at the time. Now we're in May, first week in May. So yeah, went in and I did that and they couldn't put me to sleep. Like they couldn't give me general anesthesia because I was pregnant Um, and I was freaking the fuck out. And I told the anesthesiologist, I'm like, I have a shit ton of anxiety like about anesthesia, not about shots, not about anything like just anesthesia. Like I'm freaking out. And um, they ended up giving me a spinal, which is similar to like an epidural for anybody who's ever had one. Um, and they did give me some propofol to like basically sedate me. Um, and then they removed it. I remember waking up after the procedure and <laughs> I asked them to see it and they showed me the Petri dish and I saw it. Um, so yeah, I came back as like a low grade cancer. Um, fortunately, we caught it and we would not have caught it had I didn't, like if I didn't have that miscarriage. Yeah. Like I would have eventually found it during that pre- and then had I not had the miscarriage and then got pregnant right away, like I mean, yeah. the timing is just I, like I sincerely believe it was like a divine inter- like divine intervention is what I call it. And, oh yeah, um, like I sincerely believe that. But um, because the way bladder cancer works, like there's three main causes of it. Um, one is your uh, your age which is like if you're 60 or older and if you're a woman and 60 and older, if you're a smoker, like a, a long time smoker, yeah. or if you've had significant exposure to like chemicals. So all of that, like, yeah, I mean, I smoked tobacco like as a teenager, yeah. but not like for a lifetime. Wasn't at the age that it was of concern. And I have not been exposed to chemicals. And as far as I know, like, I had nothing like that was hereditary or like yeah. anything passed down to me. But again, all my aunts and women in my family are like would just be in the age range of where they would just be yeah. finding out. So 
nobody to this day that I'm aware of has had it. So it was a really fluky thing. And Ruth Ann, my little angel baby, potentially, I mean, I mean, we've, I haven't really said it, but it was like kind of saved my life maybe. Yeah. Because I had no symptoms. Like, no, yeah. And if you wouldn't have gotten pregnant again, would which, you, like, at what point would you have seen it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy. So, yeah, they took it out. Um, my daughter, we had, a, I had a healthy pregnancy for the most part after the fact. And um, <clears throat> now I just have to do what's called annual surveillance because. With after they did the pathology for that tumor, um, it came back as low grade, which means it has less than a five percent chance of ever becoming life threatening. But, but still, a percent chance. But there's a fifty percent chance that it'll come back. Yeah. So like, I have to be checked frequently and often because even though it has a low chance of becoming aggressive, it can if, come back. It can come back, and if you don't catch it quick enough, then it can spread, and then it be, can become a problem. So, for the next forever, I have to go at least once a year to get a cystoscopy and make sure that there's nothing that pops up inside of my bladder. And yeah, it's fucking crazy. I can't believe it happened. Yeah, oh. I forgot about that whole like it was insane couple months span. Yeah. So yeah, just the anxiety of like thinking about like your own demise and like, cause of course my, my brain went there like naturally, of course I'm like, Oh, this is what's going to take me out of fucking cancerous bladder tumor. I don't know. It was, it was really dark and uncomfortable for a while. And like, and I feel like bladder cancer is not something that you hear like a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, and like I, joined some like online bladder cancer support groups and stuff. And like, I was the youngest by fucking far, by far. I mean, and there are some anomalies in there and like outliers, but you know, my urologist who was great, like he's great. He's like, he's like, I've done, I've seen thousands of patients, obviously men and women. And he's like, you're only the second pregnant woman I've ever had that had this. And he said in the first one, actually was like a um i don't know if she was a radiologist herself is that the word yeah radiology tech <clears throat> but it was somebody who had access to an ultrasound machine yeah and they were pregnant and they were messing around with the machine and scanning themselves and saw it themselves and it was like a really fluky thing for them too he told me that story so um he was just speaking that like basically the odds are very very wait what would it, what would they be the odds of somebody getting this is like really slim yeah so basically i should play the lottery is what i kept saying but i haven't because let's, let's go yeah so that was fucking crazy that was crazy that was my anxiety was out the fucking roof the chimney yeah i, I mean, know it was off the fucking charts i remember you called me the day you found out about the miscarriage pregnancy Cause it was right after we were drinking the night before for the football game. Remember it was your dad's birthday and you came over for the football game, the 14 or the um, Bengals versus the chiefs oh, yeah. and the Bengals won. Yeah. I fell out the door. Yesterday was my dad's birthday. So this was literally two years ago. Yes. Yesterday was the day that 
um i came to your house yes so this day two years ago was the day that i had the miscarriage it was the day you found out that you were pregnant oh the day that i found out i was pregnant because you called me like right after you um like found out you were like you're never gonna believe because the the your first pregnancy you found out the day after, <laughs> after drinking was, with me yeah. for an entire weekend and then this one, you're like, it's so funny. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. And then obviously a couple weeks, right. whatever later, you told me you had Holy the miscarriage shit. and you were like, you know. So, two, but two years ago. Don't know how I got pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Damn and it. then you were pregnant again, like very shortly. Like, I remember that whole, but I remember you were here mm-hmm. for, you had just went to dinner for your dad's birthday and you texted me and you're like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I haven't seen you in a while. And we were here watching the football game and we were having a party because the 49ers played right after. That's the day that you fell out of your front door. Oh my, dude, I was celebrating. (laughs) Like I I cried the other night as I was looking through like old videos and pictures of like when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh my God. I know, you reshared it. Yeah. I saw people like laughing and caring. I'm like, I, I, I can't even explain the feeling that I see when I, or get when I see that. But yeah, that was that. That time. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. To yeah, day. I remember you were like doing something for your dad's birthday. You went to see your dad for his birthday or something mm-hmm. and you called me on the way back. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to be passing by, whatever. Wild. Yeah. And then the next day you called me and you're like, you're never going to believe this. Or you sent me a video. Something. I forget what it was, but I think you called me. I probably did. I remember that. I was really fucking shocked. I actually, I took a pregnancy, pregnancy test that day because... um. I was like smelling fish in my kitchen and like there's not, we never have fish in the house. Like sometimes the cat food, as you know, like yeah, my yeah. will have that smell, but this was like a strong fishy smell and it Ugh. was like driving me nuts. So I'm like literally like sniffing my cabinets. Like, I mean, nose to cabinet, <laughs> cabinet in my kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And I found like a, a grocery bag that like smelled like shrimp. And I'm like, the fact that I could smell this out, like, yeah. I was like, I got to go take a pregnancy test and I'm insured. You just not. got them in stock in your bathroom? Yeah, I do. I bought the uh, value oh, pack on the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I got to have those on. I got to have them on standby. Oh, man. I know. I know. You probably still got them on standby, don't you? No, actually, I ran out. I was thinking that I should You ran out of the bulk pack. I did. Oh, my God. Oh, well, you know. Because I'm, I got anxiety. So when I'm pregnant... I still have to take a pregnancy test like every fucking day until like I know until I'm like big as fuck that like and I can feel the baby to know that like I'm actually pregnant. Like it's like imposter syndrome syndrome where I'm like, am I actually pregnant? You know, like, oh, yeah, it's like wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's I remember when Steph told me she was pregnant. She's like, I don't know. I didn't mean for this to happen. I was like, oh, you didn't. Okay. (laughs) Just another person who has no <laughs> class one on one. Yeah. She's like, I didn't mean for this to happen so soon. I'm like, well, um, there were some things you could have done. Right. Right. But yeah, so that was the long yeah. I mean, that was a long story. But that's how my month started this year was with that appointment. And fortunately I went and things are all clear. So I'm clear for the next year. I just get to put it. Out Chill of sight, for a year. Yeah, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. And then come the end of December when I'm already fucking dysregulated as fuck from the holidays. Yeah, right. I, I bet you think about it every time you pee. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. 
And like, like going back to a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how something happens and it triggers that like, yeah, like the whole stupid conditioner in my hair. Mm-hmm. When I see the makeup remover, I think he, I bet you think about it every time. So yeah, even if you're yeah. like not aware that you're, right. and I like haven't processed it. Like I've tried to yeah. get touch it in therapy, and I can't even like. I feel like me even talking about it now. Like I feel nothing. I yeah. had like I was like kind of just dissociating a little bit because I just don't want to feel like I'm scared to I'm scared to feel scared again. Yeah. And I think that's what it is and like say it might take a couple years of work. Clear scans and work to be like Yeah. Okay. Right. Cuz that shit was fucking uncomfortable. I bet. But yes, yeah, so plus I, you had a baby to worry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you're also trying to grow a child. You also and had I children had the at two home. Children, yeah. So I'm like feeling guilty because i'm like god damn it like what if something happens to me like yeah. now something's gonna happen to the baby that's in utero and then yeah. i'm leaving two other babies like it's and was this sad. when justin was having like physical you know what i'm saying like was yeah. this when i was gonna say yeah that yeah. was when your guys's life was already yeah so when and then fast forward to when i gave birth like that was one of the worst days of justin's life like for himself because he was in such bad pain, like he couldn't even he couldn't even lay in the hospital with me. Yeah. So he stayed with me, um, but he like was super uncomfortable, and yeah. he la- he ended up having to leave. My mom picked me up from the hospital. I mean, it was just like constant. Like there's yeah. literally it's been non fucking stop. It's nonstop. But I try to just be like I've been practicing gratitude which I know we've talked about, but like being mindful is just so, it's been so important, like more so than ever before because like it's what keeps me grounded. Like, yeah. because I could just, I could talk about it forever. I feel like I'm a, a an expert in what it means to be resilient. And yeah. like, I am strong, but like it's not easy to be strong at all. <laughs> it's not easy. No. But like I have no fucking choice. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I'm like a different version of that. Like, I grew up like that. So now I am just like that as an adult. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, same. Don't tell me. No, go into that. What do you mean? Like, I had to be resilient when I was younger. So I just have stayed stubborn and resilient. And uh, I feel like I get myself into a lot of situations because I am stubborn and resilient Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's a safety mechanism oh yeah i guess yeah i guess that's what i mean by it like i use it as that Mm -hmm. like you won't really ever see me like complain too much or Hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know man it's shit's fucking life is a fucking ride for real. It really is. Damn, now I'm thinking about resilient resiliency. Is that a word? That's a word. That's a word. Yeah. And so I think so I was actually asked. I wonder, I don't know if my boss actually listens, but she does. Hey Steph, what's up? <laughs> um, so she asked me to if I would be interested in or know somebody who would be interested in hosting a lunch and learn on like mindfulness and meditation. She's like, you're the first person I thought of. And I was like super honored to buy it. And then like I told Justin that 
she like thought of me and asked me to do it. And I was like, but I'm not like an expert on meditation. Like I just know yeah. how I feel like and yeah. what I've benefited from it, from it. And he like, he's like, well, you're an expert on resiliency. He's yeah. like, you this past year, like were forced to be strong. He's like, in addition to you seeking out therapy and your yeah. support system, you recognize the importance of needing to remain grounded. And yeah. you did so through mindfulness and meditation. And he's like, so you can speak on that and tell them like how you felt. Experience is way more important than education. Like if that makes sense, oh, like yeah. you could study it all day long, mm -hmm. but if you've never been through it or have never or done it, I would never take advice for like one of my kids' education from somebody who's only went to school to learn about being a teacher versus somebody who's like been a teacher for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So same thing. Like you, you could go and study. You might not be a quote unquote expert in meditation. You don't think that, mm -hmm. but you've done, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you've been through it, you've done it, you've used it for, you know, certain things. Yeah. So you know firsthand how it works, when it works, why it works. And yeah. even if it's different for everybody, I mean, you could still yeah. speak to it. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, the whole point of mindfulness discussions. Yeah, that's Speaking true. to it versus... Teaching. You know, you could teach people techniques like, oh, yeah, I do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this is what I do in the morning, but yeah, that doesn't mean... You're just speaking to mindfulness. Right. And how it can be helpful. Like, it, I, mean, I mean, like me, you really got to motivate me to want to do it. You know, yes. like you could teach yeah, me all yeah. you want, but like, I'd rather you speak on it because then I'm more like, oh. I So I had a conversation with Kelly today and your name actually got brought up because Kelly tried meditating for the first time. And she has like, her thoughts on meditation have resonated with yours. And yeah. she's like, it doesn't fucking work for me. Like, yeah. I can't turn it off. Well, she finally tried it because she was... She was having a tough day yesterday. Where's my crystal? I'm grabbing my crystal because Kelly and I went to a crystal store this weekend and she was like, I'm just going to shove these fucking crystals up my asshole and see if that helps me. <laughs> but um, I was like, would you just go Kelly, meditate? let me know if it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just fucking go meditate. Like, go calm down. Like, she called me today. She's like, I did it. I meditated. And I fucking felt... Like I had, I don't know where I went. I don't know where my body went, but like I felt amazing afterwards and tell Kaylee she needs to do it and she needs to wear noise canceling headphones and she'll be able to do it. And she's like, it was fucking crazy. And then she asked me all these questions about it. And she was like, I, I can't believe I haven't done this. I, mm, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. My brain's been too foggy for that. Like, I don't think I could sit there and like, I don't know. I think you could. I'm going to send you one. I don't know. I'm in like the type of life right now where it's taken me like a week to read three pages of a book when I can blow through a book in a day. Like I am a reader. I'm a fly reader, like <coughs> fly through a book. And you, it has taken me. I mean, like last night I read a page and I was like, I don't even know if I read it. Like, did I read it? Did I just look I at the words? That. Like it has taken me seriously so long. And like Rob just made me this cute little burr basket with like two new books. And Aww. he's like, are you reading them yet? Are you reading them yet? I'm like, dude, I can't get through this one book that I have. Like I can't reading? get through it. Um, it's Colleen Hoover. Um, oh my God. See, I can't even. Uh, n never again. 
See, I can't even, I, I'm literally picturing the title. I can't, and it's like an interesting, hold on, let's see, Never Again or something? Hold on. Actually, somebody texted me yesterday, and they're like, me listening to an audiobook of a Colleen Hoover book at work. And she sent a gif. And she's never, like, never. Oh, okay. Never, never is what I, it is. I don't think I've read any of her books. Yeah, like I use Goodreads and I, dude, they're so hooked. Like, oh my gosh, they hook you. Like, that's the thing is like, you can fly through one of her books in a day because they're that good. And it's a good book and it is interesting. And I want to find out what happens so bad. That's why I know that I'm in this like weird spot right yeah. now because I, I can't even get through a page or two. Why do you think that is? What's going on? Oh my gosh. Besides the fact that I'm an idiot and I'm taking two grad courses and I still private tutor and I am on like every uh, team at school, the school improvement team, the building leadership team, I'm the union rep. Like every day I have a meeting, I have this, I have that. And then on top of it, I joined the science and health vetting committee for the district so now i'm vetting a bunch of science curriculums in my classroom and rating them and yeah so you're burned out a little bit yeah plus everything here and like when we have the kids tuesdays and thursdays guess what day basketball practices tuesday and thursday pick them up from the bus at four bring them back to the house we get home at like four thirty. <laughs> Uh, get a snack, start homework, turn around, get dressed, drive them to basketball. Basketball's till 7.30. Drive home, it's 8 o'clock. You're eating dinner. They're finishing up homework. It's bedtime. Like, it's just like a never-ending How do you even like, like cycle right now. That's nonstop. Yeah. So, I'm just, like, some days I'm just like, I don't know. That's just how I've been the past, yeah. like, week. I, f I felt a little better today, like... I did some switching up of like when I take my meds because mm -hmm. I was taking them like right when I woke up. And I think by the time like lunch was coming around, I was just like so like too relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like they make me relax. So like I was just too in the zone and I was just, I don't know. Really? So I start taking them later. So I don't take them right away. So my morning is a little bit more like hustle bustle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Have a little energy and then. Hopefully you can like maintain. Because I need to maintain it all yeah. night now. Like there's no, I can't, I, I it can't be over. Right. Like I used to want it like the the quiet of my brain. I used to want it to end at like, you know, seven o'clock, which sounds right. crazy because you're like, don't you want your brain to be <laughs> quiet to sleep? But no, it's <laughs> crazy for me. Um, <laughs> But like now I. I want it to stay quiet until like 10 or 11 because I'm doing schoolwork and I'm writing papers right. and I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's where all my effort is going right now. Damn. And I'm thinking back to when we talked about like how time, like planning events or planning anything around time is like, it's hard to like for you to think about because mm -hmm. like for me I could bounce from one place to one place to another whereas mm -mm. like if you know you have one thing to do like you're that's my whole night yeah you're focused on that you can't think of anything else and everything like revolves around that so that's like, what I'm thinking about all day yep so that's really like disruptive to your routine then. yeah like Mondays Mondays I always have a meeting after school <laughs> until four <coughs> an I at meeting oh I'm on the intervention team too so I usually have like a meeting at 
on Mondays, whether it be the IAT team. This week I had the school improvement team meeting till four. I drove straight from school to go to private tutoring at 4.30. I did my private tutoring. I left their house a little after six. Drove home, made dinner. And like by the time I even sit down to do anything, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 11.30 and I feel like I've had no gas in the tank and I've just been like floating for the last couple hours. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. It's been, I don't know. I've been That's weird. wild. I know. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, for my tasks that I have to complete, <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting down and completing them. That's mm-hmm. not, but like everything else just feels like a, like a float. Like mm. it's like school, meeting, tutoring, float, 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 score, float, float, float. Like it's weird. Are you happy? Yeah. Fulfilled? Too filled. Mm. You know, like I'm doing well in my classes. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Like, superintendent just came to my classroom to give me an award. Yeah, congratulations. Like, thank you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, I don't like. I'm not. I'm not doing poorly. I'm not like sad, but I'm just like, eh. Hmm. Like I got that. My first thought was like, whoa. Like, I feel like I've been floating a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still doing the right stuff. I just personally feel like I'm like... Coasting. Yeah. So it's inter- interesting because I do feel like you're on autopilot. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun feeling. No. I've just been... I can't even... Th- unless it's like a task that I have do, have to do. Mm-hmm. Everything else just feels like... Nope. That makes me sad because I know what that like. I I um, I understand what that feels like in a different way. But like I've yeah. had to operate on autopilot simply just for survival. Like literally, like I can't even. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. Where like I haven't really been able to be emotional or like feel my emotions because like if I stop to pause and like feel anything for a moment, like my brain tells me I can't do it because I got to keep focusing on what needs to be done because there's so much that needs to be done. Yeah. So like I'm automatically just protecting myself. Yeah. So I don't stop to feel anything. But then like it's literally like I felt like I was watching myself in a movie yeah like i'm watching my life pass me by is like how i felt i had this like i was doing yoga i know mindfulness and all this shit i keep going back to it but like i was doing yoga one day and like i just like broke down and was like crying and this was when i like i was doing like hip openers and shit and if you see that shit on like tiktok where they say like when you're like stretching and like moving and doing yoga and like you can just like hip openers have- that's how you get babies <laughs> Just letting you know, but in case you in case and, you didn't know, <laughs> damn it. Um, but no, I was doing like a hip opener, and I just was like, I had this thought that came to me, and it was like, you're watching your life pass you by. You need to stop and enjoy it. Yeah, and like, I just came to me during yoga, and I'm like, then I'm crying. The yoga teacher's like, oh, you must have really needed that. I'm like, I did. I'm like, I did. So I sat there on the mat for a second, and just like. I kind of like had that moment where I was just like, okay, like no more operating on this autopilot. Like yeah. you can stop to feel I t- that this is weird. I need to know. I need to ask you about this. Did you hear how I just did that? Like I'm talking to myself, but I was saying yeah. like you can stop to feel like I I have a hard time when I'm repeating what my thoughts are about myself. 
I have a hard time speaking in first person. So like instead of saying I can do this, like I will say you can do this yeah. to myself. But I'm talking to myself. How do you talk to yourself? Or about yourself? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I do. Maybe just like suck it up, get through it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Got that, that, little, <laughs> that little like. Ugh, so if you have a, if you, like if you have a realization about yourself, like to stop and think, like would you tell your would you be telling yourself like it's okay? Uh, I can do this. this. No, I'd be saying like you can. I would. I picture it as like a different person talking. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's like, how I do it. I'm. It's like I get something telling me like you can do this. Like, yeah. You need to stop what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're trying to talk to yourself. Right. Versus... Now you want me to go a level deeper, deeper, and get real weird for a second? Yeah. That would be like, that's like what spirituality is. Like, that's what people believe is like, not like, it's like the spirit talking to you. See, I don't know. Cause like, I laugh at myself sometimes. Me when too. I, do I it. think I'm the funniest fucking person oh, I know. Like, I'll say something <laughs> to myself, like, you dumbass. Like, you can do this. Like, just shut the fuck up. Right? Like, I'm laughing at myself. So if I got a spirit, she's crazy. <laughs> she's 2008 Kaylee is now my spirit, and I have switched places with whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. 2008 Kaylee. <laughs> That's dude, wild. I, dude, I see shit that I used to post on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I know it's embarrassing. Oh when my people God. from my hometown laugh when they're like, it's just funny to me that like you're a successful like elementary school teacher now. Like I was always smart. Mm. I was like, that was never the problem. I just she maybe was a, was a little crazy. She was a wild child, y'all. Yeah, I was a little I was like fuck. wild in wild without being like criminally wild you know what i'm saying like yeah, i never yeah. really i've never gotten like in trouble by the police really like that's never i've never been to jail i've yeah. never gotten i do not like to get in trouble like i do not like, right i am wild in many other ways i do not like to get in trouble yep, same. like it same makes me sick thinking about getting in trouble yeah so yes wild and crazy in different ways but yeah yeah so people wild laugh. and crazy and getting in trouble in different yeah. ways not and now i'm like <clears throat> but now i feel like i'm like i finally can admit like i'm overachieving like i am i am way in over my head like i am have you ever said that out loud before? no no i said it to my friend that i teach with i gotta see exactly i said i'm not gonna lie i'm way in over my head with everything i've signed myself up to do my brain goes blank after 3 p.m no gas left in the tank mm -hmm. as i was talking about the meeting and how yeah. i didn't listen to a single word i said i don't have the patience to spend an hour talking about something as fucking stupid as that today like that's how i felt about yeah. it usually i'm the one that's like oh let's do this yeah. let's do this like, yeah you know what i'm saying and i just <clears throat> i just sat there i like could not even is there anything that you can like pause or like separate or like, are you, are you doing anything for yourself? Like, I know this is a lot I of can't. like, all of my brain power is like what about at school with my teams, mm -hmm. trying to be a good teacher. You know, mm -hmm. it's all about proving yourself all day, every day. Um, just try trying to be a good teacher that right there, all the teams, vetting the science curriculum that's shit i gotta do outside of work two classes which 
both of these teachers are very sweet and I love them, but like busy work. It's like all busy work. Mm -hmm. And I feel these two courses, I have my reading endorsement. My classes were too old to use Mm -hmm. towards my master's in literacy. So I'm retaking two courses that are like teaching me how to assess students. I'm like, I've been assessing students for 10 fucking years now. Like I could teach this class. I gave my professor the other day like an example. And she's like, I love that. I'm adding it to my like, whatever, like I, in one of, uh, one of my classes, I'm like the only one that has teaching experience. Everyone else is fresh out of undergrad, getting their reading endorsement. Like it's just, so it's a lot of busy work to me. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. So I find no enjoyment in what I'm learning right now. Like I don't. And what you're doing too. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could be teaching it. So I'm like, uh, having to like fill out a document for somebody else is just so. Right. But trying not to sound like a no at all, but also, you know. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. That's hard. I hope it eases up for you soon. We'll see. I don't know. But that 2008 Kaylee (laughs) never thought that she was going to be. She'd be getting, over her head and over she'd be her till two a.m. and then go to class at eight and still ace an exam. Now Damn. I'm like, yeah, like now I'm like, like how I ever got? Did you really schedule yourself in eight a.m. classes? Oh yeah, I had one with uh, Gary Pride. Shout out Gary Pride if you ever listen to this. And we used to ride the Rue together. Like we thought it was funny to like ride the Rue to class, so we would go out the night before. I think it was like a Thursday class. So like, you know how Wednesday and Thursday nights were a Thursday morning or Friday morning class. And we'd hop on the the roof. We'd go to class and there was this elevator we'd have to take to class. And he has all these pictures of me just looking like sweatpants, Ugg boots, like looking like a troll. I could do that. Now I have like a half a glass of wine before bed and I wake up the next day. Like I'm never doing that again. Like I did happy hour with Rob, right? I haven't been drinking, whatever. Mm -hmm. Did happy hour with Rob. I had like two martinis, right? Mm-hmm. We're just sitting, hanging out. It's only like 5.30 p.m. Yeah. We're just like, all right, we'll have a martini or two, some appetizers, go home. We never get to like hang out like that. Yeah. Dude, I was, I was, I blacked out. I'm not even gonna lie. No, you didn't. I was so <laughs> sick at school the next day. I called, St- me and Steph talk all the way to school in the yeah. morning. And I was like, dude, I feel sick. She's like, dude, you only had two, like, you're fine. I'm like, no, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, I really thought that I was going to die because not only is my brain like a foggy mess, then my stomach hurt. Oh, shit. Then I was yeah, like all, all day long. Lack. I texted my coworker. I'm like, dude, I need to bring my class to your class because I feel like I'm gonna throw up. And so I had to take my kids to her classroom for like five minutes because I was like, I'm gonna puke. Like just the feeling oh of like God. being overwhelmed and like it just piled on top of it. And it was just, it was a bad day. That's a bad day. Oh That's my God. It was terrible. Day. Terrible. Yeah. And I have to be like, I have to be responsible at work. There is no, Oh yeah. Like I am keeping children alive all day long and yeah. I'm teaching them all day long. There's no downtime when you're teaching six right. year olds. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, your kiddo's pretty smart. He's yeah. probably on the level of some of my kids. Can you imagine no. being hung over as heck and having no. to, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., not only just being like, hey, you know, please don't die. No, like I'm also structure. teaching you yeah. stuff and structure, and I'm in charge of you, and I have to make sure you have snack, restroom, like. Yeah, no. 
There's you are when you're teaching, it's like you are presenting no. to a table full of people in a meeting from the time you walk into work to the time you leave. And then they give you this was the best like example I've ever mm-hmm. heard of teaching. I forget where I read it. But it was like it was that same kind of concept of like think of teaching as you walk into work and you work like corporate training. And you walk in and the second you walk in you have to start teaching everybody in the room and you have to run a presentation for like 7 hours and keep these people listening and paying attention and occupied and make sure you're assessing if they're learning or not. And then at the end of the day, you might have a half hour to plan your whole presentation for the next day from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then that day, you might not have a planning period. That's so unrealistic. And the next day you have to, I mean, I'm like putting on a show for hours. There is no, I don't know what people, people will be like, oh, just put on a movie. I'm like, my kids can't sit and for a movie? Are you kidding me? They can't sit Dude. for five minutes. I can't just put on a movie. There's no, there's no off. Like, I'll have That's guest fucking, teachers what come a crazy in and metaphor. teach a lesson, and like, you know, I'll have guest teachers, whatever. And I still, my kids are like, Miss McKee, Miss McKee, Miss McKee. This is happening. This person's acting up. I got to get on them. Like, That's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. That's the best like metaphor I've ever read about it. Is that you are putting on a presentation yeah. for a room full of people <clears throat> who really don't want to, they don't have a choice to be there. Right. Like, it's not like they woke up and said, I'd love to go to school and learn math from right. Mrs. McKee. Like, no, I'm forcing them. Right. I'm forcing them to do this. As you like describe that, I was just picturing like being in middle school and like being on like the other side of that yeah. presentation. Yeah. You know, like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. And luckily, I, I, I mean, but thank God for like teachers like you, but like the well, system just doesn't seem to make sense to me. Well, especially like elementary people are like, oh, that's the easiest one. But think about middle school teachers. Yes, I would never deal with middle schoolers. Screw that. You guys can have them. But they have multiple classes in a day. So they probably yeah, teach they the get- same lesson multiple times they're probably the math teacher they're teaching math all day long i am teaching reading phonics foundational skills math science social studies Mm -hmm. so like not only am i running a presentation but i'm running a presentation on five or six different subjects every single day all day long right all week long right Every single day is a different day. Every And I'll be damned if somebody walks into your classroom and you're sitting down for a second. Like, right. that's not... Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. It is kindergarten registration day tomorrow for, for my son. And, like, it's a mad rush to sign up for either full day or half day. Full day. What's the difference? The difference is a whole entire half day of learning. Is the curriculum different? I would, if they have a full day or a half day option, then yes, it's different. I feel like half day options are the same. Like there's probably two classes. One's a half day option and one's a full day option. The full day option is getting way more in a curriculum. You know what I'm saying? You're probably, you're getting more independent practice. You're getting more small Mm -hmm. groups with your teachers. You're getting, okay. you know what I'm saying? More like individualized instruction versus if I had to teach everything that they needed to know in kindergarten from 8 a.m. to 1130 and like expect 
any kind of success, that's crazy to me now for all of the uh, state standards and things that they have to mm-hmm. meet. That That's crazy to me that somebody thinks that that can be done in like three and a half hours. Well, it's the state that thinks it. So like the state only has to legally offer in public education half day kindergarten. Yeah, we only do full day kindergarten. Which is why it's free. Yeah. But I have to pay for full day kindergarten. $3,000. Full day, full day, all day. Okay. Half day kindergarten is not even worth baloney. It. Like that's no all of the standards. Now again, your kiddo is very smart. We've talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah. many times. So would I be worried about him falling behind? Right, if you right, didn't have right. No, but I just I don't think like you need to get him prepared because I mean in first grade I'm not kidding you. Like my kids are right now expected to write like paragraphs and stuff, sitting down at their desk and writing four or five sentences about a topic. They're first graders. Think about like next year, your kiddo doing that. That is what they're expected to do. Right now we're adding double digit numbers, which, okay, cool. Not that hard. Soon we start regrouping. That's fucking ridiculous. Which teaching a six-year-old the concept of regrouping is like pulling teeth. It's crazy. Like the stuff they have to learn is crazy. Right now we're learning about soft C and soft G words, which if you didn't know existed, anytime, so usually like the letter C says K and the letter G says G, but when you put an E and I or Y after them, the C says S and the G says J. So like think about the word Jim. Uh, gem. Um, Damn. Gentle. Usually, so like my kids are learning. Oh yeah, usually that letter says this, unless it's got this. So like that's what my six year olds are learning about right now, which most adults probably don't didn't even know was a thing. Right, man, that's a really valid point. So we're gonna go for full day kindergarten. Yeah, got to get up and be fucking ready at my computer at eight a.m. I I think that will be much better, like preparing him. And if it is a school that has half day. Their full day kindergarten probably also has more opportunities for like play and mm. social emotional learning and that kind of thing, which would be big bonus. A big deal. Man. See, it's wild you say that because like obviously you understand and you get it because you're on your this is your world. But like the fact that the state has these standards for the kids to learn all of this, but in your opinion, they cannot do so in a half day there's no way yeah i mean th- mind you I yeah teach- that's all that they are th- they all that they have to provide yeah for the public i mean mind you i do teach inner city which is a whole different right. ball game sometimes because i'm also battling behaviors while also trying to teach where sometimes nicer districts have they can do the whole like, okay, class, everybody get right. out your book. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they don't have a kid screaming in the corner and pee in his pants because he's mad at you type stuff. Right. Like, you know, so, but there's just no way. There's no way that you can get everything in a half day that needs to be done in my opinion. That's crazy. I don't think that that would set them up for success. For what they have to do the next year. I appreciate that perspective very much. Thank you. Like I do. Like I said, your kiddo is very smart. Yeah. I don't think he's going to fall behind in any means, but 
I think that he's going to be a lot more prepared for the expectations of first grade, first grade and second grade and third grade and so forth. Like up until this year, you had to pass your third grade test to pass third grade. Like it was a law that you were retained if you could not pass. Now <coughs> they just push them along. Hmm? Yeah. That's crazy. They hold very high expectations and then say, yeah, you didn't meet it. That's okay. Man, this is a future generation, y'all. Mm. The future of America. Now again, my, what I deal with in the classroom is very, very different than mm-hmm. what you know, my friend who works out at Revere deals with mm-hmm. or Brexville. Or, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. it just... It, it's different. Anywhere. Hudson, Stowe. I mean, think about all those, like, big name cities. They're mm-hmm. not... They're not... Their classroom is not like mine. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got barrier after barrier after barrier that I'm digging through. Mm-hmm. So, it's just... a Every class is different, really. It's wild. Yeah. But everybody's held to that same standard. Right. God, it's fucking stupid. And like my kids don't even come to school. (coughs) I have a sweetie pie right now who has missed probably 80% of school. And I'm not even exaggerating. She misses weeks at a time. She is like, she has been referred to court. Like they will refer you to court. But if they don't show up, what are you going to? The cops don't have time to chase around all these parents. You know what I'm saying? There are many, 30 some percent of our school, we just said on 30 some percent of our school is absent. I think it was like more than 20% of the time or something. Wow. We have like 15% that are chronically absent. Chronically absent is huge. Two of them are in my classroom. So the one who never comes and it's not her fault. Like, Again, there's six. I do not, the state is like pushing us for attendance, attendance. Okay, cool. But I can't, unless you're going to let me go pick these kids up, I can't force their right. parents to take them. Right. Like, I can't do anything about that. So I started her a sticker chart <coughs> on her desk yesterday. And I said, hey, every time that you make it to school, because she thankfully rides the bus. So if I can just get her to be motivated, wake up get herself dressed and go out waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, any day that you are at school, you can get a sticker on your chart and a piece of candy. When we fill up your chart, you can pick whatever you want. Whatever you want, I'll buy it for you. Whatever you want. I don't care. Aw. Like, you granted, say? I'm not going to buy her like an Xbox, but right. she's been at school two days in a row. She asked me if I could buy her an alarm clock. She's six. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said, can you buy me an alarm clock? My mom does not wake up. So that's what she wants is an alarm clock so that she can try to make it to school. That makes me want to like cry my eyeballs out. Yeah. An alarm clock for a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to order that for her <laughs> right now. <laughs> Today they wrote, uh, Grandma will have these cards before yeah. this episode comes out, but they wrote Grandma Joyce a bunch of cards because, dude, like once a week I get packages upon packages on my doorstep. Like these little, she bought them these little Valentine's snack cakes that they probably would have never had. Aww, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so she bought those and they were like over the moon and she'll send them all sorts of snacks. And for Christmas, she bought them all stockings and like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She seriously asked me for an alarm clock. Like, that was her one, like, 
Do you think you can get me an alarm clock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. She can she- come to school for her stickers. Yeah. Man, the shit we fucking take for granted. Oh, yeah. I was talking to my my mom that I tutor for, and she was like, she was like, that just, that blows my mind, like any story I tell her. She's like, I just, I don't see the world that way because of where I live. Like her kids go to Revere. She's like, I don't, I don't see that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't even, in my mind, it doesn't exist. She's like, as sad as that sounds, like, I was like, people have no idea. Like if I could tell a gazillion stories, I would, but like. That's not even the saddest story I've ever heard out of my kids. Like, not even close. I believe it. I... And it, people, people who exactly how she said it. Like, people who aren't there, who don't see it. It's like a, it's a blinder. don't see it. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Like she was like, I just, I never thought that that really happened. Like, oh, it does. And we are, we are in no way, shape, or form like uh, the lowest performing building in the district. Like we are, you know what I'm saying? There are many school buildings like ours though, in our area alone that have many, many kids like that. Cause they don't have the support at home. No, we, we have many like homeless children in our school. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we have a family liaison who helps to set these families up with like Ubers and bus tickets and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately living in a shelter. Wow. Yeah. But like, I mean, look where I live too. Like I don't, I see it cause I'm at school. I see right. it cause I'm there in it. Right. But people don't see that. So when people come down on teachers and, oh, this district's so underperforming, yada, yada, I'm like, oh, you have no idea what I'm dealing with, though. Right. Because that student who I just told you about who wants a fucking alarm clock, I'm still expected to make her go from point A to point Z in a whole school year, Mm -hmm. and she's only been there 20% of the time. Thank God she is a smart little freaking sweetie pie because otherwise, I don't know. Like... Yeah. How can you set these kids up for success if this is what their circumstances are? Like how You can't. Some of them you just you just know are just I won't even say doomed because obviously there are you know rising from the ashes mm-hmm. stories everywhere and and the sad part is I wouldn't even say like people would say oh they're bad parents, they're bad this They've also been set up for failure mm-hmm. by generations above them who have been set up for failure of generations above them who have been set up for failure by Systems. government programs. Yeah. System. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so their their parents care and their parents love them. And I they they've been set up for failure, too. And if, once you're there, you you can't get out. I mean, it's impossible to get out. Yeah, I was going to say, so what is something... What is something that could be done that could make, like, an impact? Like, what is something that can be done? Like, if you could change anything right now that is mm. semi-realistic, <clears throat> what would it be? 
or what would you need besides money? Okay. Well, one thing I would change is the school choice system, which like voucher, school choice vouchers, all of that. That's a different story for a different day. But pretty much they pull money from public schools to run charter charter schools. schools. And what happens? What? what happens is people cling to these charter schools, thinking like, "Oh, I don't want to go to you know my district." I'm not gonna say, but I don't want to go there. I'm going to go to this charter school. So what happens is you're leaving all of those kids who have no transportation, who have no, you know what I'm saying? Maybe their parents don't have the education to know that they can go to a different school. You're leaving all those kids high and dry and you're pulling their funds from them. And now you're creating these like schools with nothing, nothing. And then the charter schools aren't performing. You know who we get from charter schools? Our behavior kids. Yeah, exactly. Charter schools can boot them out with no, no anything. We have to educate them. Like that, that's the law. Every child deserves an education, which I agree with. But yeah, I would change that because I, people think that the grass is greener and it's not. There are schools like um, St. V mm-hmm. who like, is not as like prestigious as it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it just, it pulls state funding from areas that need it. Mm-hmm. And it leaves just gaps, a bunch of kids who remember they're, they're children. Like they, they have no choice. Right. And they're just like left behind there. And then guess what? It becomes a rough school building. There's lots of, you know what I'm saying? Incidents and just lots to deal with. So your teachers don't want to work there because who wants to go to work every day and get hit by kids? And you know what I'm right. saying? See X, Y, Z, go through whatever. See kids going through that. No teachers want to work in those buildings. Right. So then you're getting your your lowest of your low, you know what I mean? Like educators and it's just a vicious cycle of like, like my school building alone, I, we get a new principal like every year because the principal comes and then they just leave. Teachers come no and then they leave. Right. Like my friend who I've talked about on here, mm-hmm. she resigned from teaching forever. Forever. Right before Christmas. Damn. She said, I'm done. It was, she was a year and a half into her career. And she said, I'm done. I can't. Wow. Yeah. Because of everything she witnessed. And- oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. So how can me, like the everyday person who doesn't see this, who doesn't have the exposure, um, like what can I do to support something? Like what, seriously, besides like obviously you've got your support that's like going to send the snacks. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, But truly to like how can we impact the system to make it better for these kids? Like what is – yeah, what can we do? I guess rec- like recognizing it. You know what I'm saying? Like admitting that it's there and that it's a problem because if people just keep closing their eyes and pretending they don't see it, like what, again, they just get, these kids get left behind and forgotten about and uh, can't see it, Mm -hmm. doesn't exist type of thing. And I don't know, there, there really is no solution. And I think that's part of like my stress altogether is there's no my job just dec- declines every day. The respect for the job, people think we're just idiots, blah, 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 blah. Uh, everything about it, like the morale of mm-hmm. teachers in general is just down. Like 
I'm on this, I joined this Facebook group one day when I was really upset. It's called Get Out of Teaching. And it's thousands of teachers in this like Facebook group trying to get each other like out of teaching by giving them like career choices and like, hey, I got out of teaching and I did this, like thousands of teachers. That is a lot of teachers. Like that is bad, bad. And it's just like, I even joined it. Right. Teacher of the year last year, featured teacher by the superintendent this year. And I joined it because I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. The amount of friends I've had this year say, I don't know how much longer I can do this. It's crazy. Like, it's just, it's going to get really bad. And it just, there's no making it better. There's no, I don't think there is. That's I think until people respect teachers for mm-hmm. what they are, understand what they go through, mm-hmm. especially teachers in inner city schools and stuff, mm-hmm. and like realize that there's a problem and admit it, nothing's ever going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. no... Right. If you don't acknowledge that there's a problem, nothing's ever going to change. Period. And that's for anything. Think about Facebook posts that you read about like, oh, school's closed for the day. People on there, ah, the teachers are lazy. They want the day off. Like what? Who the fuck wants to go to work the next day and take care of your child after you just said that about me on the computer over a decision that I didn't make? Right. Like. Right. Right. People. Who wants to fucking go to work after that? That's like the fucking kicker from uh, stupid example, but the kicker, um, Bill's kicker, Tyler Bass. Mm-hmm. He missed like a field goal to tie up the game. So the Bills lost and didn't make it any farther in the mm-hmm. playoffs. And he had to delete his social media because he was getting so many death threats and like just you suck at your fucking job. Like, and he's like, who wants to go to work after that? Who wants to like, that's so fucked nobody up. wants to. And that's how people treat teachers. And like, why the fuck do I want to go and get berated by six year olds? You know what I'm saying? And like have to deal with X, Y, Z. Why are people like that? Because they don't understand because they don't acknowledge that there's a problem. People be kind. Why can't, Oh my God. It just makes me so angry. Yeah, makes me angry. My teaching soapbox for the day. Damn, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Thank you for everything that you do and your service. Like God, I do. It's craziness. I don't think I could do it. I mean, like I deal with a lot in a different capacity and like see a lot and hear a lot, and it makes me sad. Um, but it's not. It's different because like. I think the worst part is I have no real control over it. it. The second they leave my classroom, I've got no say in what they, oh, I where they go, what they do, who they're with, what if they, they're safe. Yeah, like I have no. I might they might have this routine and this rule at school with me, but then their parents at home saying, "Ah, fuck that," you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so and so says something to you again, you punch him in the like it's bad. Yeah, Jesus. So it's just, I think it's like, it's out of my control. So there's nothing I can do. Right. You're just helpless. I don't work for the Ohio Department of Education. I can't change anything. I can't. I. You feel like your hands are tied. Oh, yeah. We've got to see what we can do to, to change it. Got to see. I know. Um, <clears throat> not to uh, change subjects completely. Uh, no, it's just. But. Um, <laughs> 
I, I see your Stanley Cup there. So like, have you? Did you wait in line for that or oh like? My God, no, this is my like. Okay, so how many Stanley Cups do you have? Four. Yeah, four. Um, this one is a funny story because KK really wanted one for Christmas, mm-hmm. and Santa didn't get her one because Santa probably couldn't find one at his shop because they were so popular. So she didn't get one, and most of her third grade buddies got one and so i was like after christmas i forget what deal i made Mm -hmm. with her she helped me with something i forget i said i'll buy you a stanley like one of the smaller like 30 dollar ones so we go to dick's and we're looking all around no stanleys i'm like damn it they're like all sold out online i'm like damn it so we asked the lady she's like we have one we have one Stanley, and it's only because somebody brought it back because they didn't like the color so i'm like ah damn she takes it it's orange i'm like she didn't love it. You could yeah, tell. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'll take it. I'm like, are you sure you want this one? Because like, we can wait and get you a different yeah. one. She's like, no, I like it. I like it. I could tell she didn't like it. So now I ended up with the orange Stanley. She has my pink one. So she uses my pink one, and I have a new orange one. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I love them. but You do? I did not stand in line for it, no. I don't have a Stanley cup. I have a Simple Modern. Oh, I've seen those. I like it. It's bright. Did I bring it in? No, I didn't. It's in the car. Probably spilling all over my shit. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't understand the craze. It's a fucking cup. My first. Well, I only have two of them because Rob's brother and sister in law bought them for us for Christmas. Oh, did you get matching, match, matchy, matchy? His is black and mine was pink. And I have a mustard one, which I absolutely had to buy when I saw it. But I also bought. I was going a little crazy with my money that day. I bought one of those freaking. <laughs> What are those bags that people take to the beach now? Oh, bog bags? You bought one? I thought you got a knockoff one off of Timu. I did, and then I bought a real one. You don't have to worry about it getting soaking wet, or like you can just wipe it out. Snack spills in it. Who cares? Like dump it out. I like them. I need one. I need one. I do. You do. The older I get, the more I realize like it's about like I want the nice stuff because it lasts. It does. Yeah, it does. Like it does. So quality. It lasts. Like I'm not shopping at Old Navy anymore because like no. the first time I wash something, no. it shrinks or it pills. I'm buying Toms and Sperry's and I'm, I, oh, do buy, I, I do buy clothes from Sheen, but Kelly gave me Sperry's for you. I know. I totally I forgot them. Yeah. So yeah, I f- the nice stuff, like that bag, worth it to me. Right. Because it's going to last. Worth it to me. Yeah. Like the $130 Nike Dunks I just bought, worth it to me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what are Nike Dunks? Um, are they in here? They're like low dunks. Um, you have to show them to me. Yeah, I've I don't know. I have this new shoe obsession, but like worth it to me. Yeah, like when I wear them, I feel good. Yeah, like I have nice shoes on. Yeah. Uh, a year ago, I would have bought the clearance, whatever was on clearance that was like okay, you right, know, right, like right. looked kind of right. cute. Like, uh, yeah, I just spending the money is worth it now. I can see why people do. Man, I feel like we talked about a lot, man. And today was like a little heavy. Yeah, we we both needed a rant. Yeah, we did. About we did some stuff. We missed the mic. But um, thanks for letting us uh, ramble and listening. Yeah, this is what happens when we don't record for a while. Yeah, damn it, it's been a minute. Fucking January, longest year ever. Then, <laughs> um, so yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to like us, 
subscribe DM us anything that you want us to chat about or yeah. we're gonna figure out some guests we're, I know. Out, so. we're gonna get our shit back together guys yeah. we promise yeah. it's yup springtime's coming That's sunshine's right. coming right. we're gonna plant our seeds and rebloom and yep. fresh blossoms and yep yep fresh road ahead alright everybody cheers right. cheers bye